Alright everybody, welcome to episode 23 of the Different Animals Podcast. It's your boy Tyler. And I'm Ever Castro. And today we are going to talk about what we've been watching. Um, we're going to talk about the Lakers winning the finals. Which another thing I'm excited about that is mm-hmm. that we've missed a recording session. So this is as close to record like recording and release as it's ever gonna get. This is like <laughs> the best sports talk you're ever gonna get as far as being like close to when it happened. Um so the Lakers won the the title. Um and Microsoft buying Bethesda, which I think we said we were gonna talk about before and then the last two weeks. didn't hit it. Just fucking whiffed. Um <laughs> Like like the NHL season because nobody paid attention. Woo! All right, um, and then possibly just a couple, you know, so, some movie related news. But first, So, let's start with what we've been watching as mm-hmm. per usual. Um, where where are you at with the boys? Yeah, so I finished the boys this week, uh, season two. Finally finished it a couple of days ago, um, and it was pretty good. I mean, the ending it ended strong. I'm not gonna spoil anything in case anybody wants to watch it, but I definitely recommend it. Um, it was only eight episodes, and they kind of, they flew by. Like I said, I think last week I was in I think three or four, and I was like, holy shit, we're already halfway through. Um, but I right. like where they went with the villains. I like where they went with the um, the plot twists and and the the season ends on a little bit of a cliff, cliffhanger, which you know gets you excited for season three. Right. Um, but yeah, I really really liked it. I, I definitely recommend it, especially it, it just moves quickly and it's not a slog. And um, yeah, it's, it's it's all around really good. Awesome. Uh, like I said, it's one of those things that's always looked good to me. I just you know never have Amazon Prime, so it's just like mm. on the list one day I'll get it, but I don't yeah. know. I don't know when it's gonna happen. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, and and, and I mean, I def- like I said, these recommend it. Um, it's worth it. I would say. I think. I think it's worth it if you want to get it for you know for shipping, but then also for the show. And then I think um, what other show was on there that I watched? I think The Wire was on there, but there was another show on Amazon Prime that I watched earlier this year that I really enjoyed, and it's blanking on me. But anyway, so I, I did have a couple of um, thoughts on it. Um, like okay. so it was it was good but um they focus on so many they focus on a lot of characters um mm-hmm. you know because there's like the heroes the, like the quote super quote quote superheroes and there's like seven of them and then there's also like i think three or four of our actual heroes like our protagonist and for the most part they are together but then there's some episodes where they aren't and so the show ends up doing kind of like a game of thrones thing but whereas game of thrones would do maybe three or four characters in each episode and they would sort of round roulette it and there would never be an episode where that had all of the characters right. um this one doesn't do that it sort of feels obligated to check in on every single one in the episode so it ends up sort of never I feel like at that point you like kind of lose time really because like, like uh, maybe we want to check in on this character just so you see them but like they don't really have anything to do just yet so you just kind of yeah. like lose some time that you could have been spending like developing something else a little better, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 and yeah, and so you end up, you know, instead of putting like if it's a car ride to, they actually go to Raleigh, North Carolina, or Gardner, what? I think, in, in one part, and so that one, that episode does it well because it's the whole the whole trip takes place in one episode. But in, like another one, it would be like, oh, you gotta go over here, and then in the next episode, it's like, no, we're over here. Whereas you could just done it in one, and then what right. that also does is that not all of the characters are that interesting. Um, so I was watching it, uh, the penultimate episode of the season with my friend Andy, and we both were sort of going through and be like, oh, um, here you go, another, uh, Becky scene. Okay, let's just check our phones. And we, we sort of lined up on the same characters mm-hmm. in terms of which ones were like, all right, you know, it's a Isn't Becky scene. Isn't that the worst? Isn't that the fucking worst? And I, I'm trying to think of a show that's happened to me, and, but it's like, you're watching a show, and you're like, the show's great, and then there's just like, you know, a couple characters that every time they spend time on them, you're like, I don't. I, I need you to stop. Mm-hmm. And then, you know what it is? It's I can't name the exact like series or episode or anything. It happens a lot in the anime, which is that like 
uh, basically what happens is you know the the mangas are out like the you know the graphic novels or comics or however you want to look at it they're based off of and eventually the anime will catch up faster than the books just by virtue of the medium mm-hmm. um and they will have to do filler episodes which are basically shit that isn't in the comics at all so it's usually like a whole episode mm-hmm. that's like dedicated to some side characters doing some shit that doesn't interfere with the story at all right because mm-hmm. you want this filler mm-hmm. to be in place but you don't want it to like really like it's not canon so you could just completely blow up the main story and then just add like it didn't happen but that's not mm-hmm. really good either so they'll spend whole episodes with like three characters and they'll give a shit about doing something that's not important and like I can't. Like, I'll just, I just won't watch the episode. It's like, I, why am I gonna waste my time with this shit? Like, right. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it'll be, it'll be like three characters that like aren't important, and their whole thing will be like, we're gonna have a fun vacation day, and I'm like, get this shit out of my face, bro. Like, I don't want any of this. And then, like, the, and like the mark of a good show would be that you take those characters that you originally didn't give a shit about and make them good and stuff. Like, um, Breaking Bad. Like, I thought, I thought that about. Hank. I was like the first like season, season and a half of Hank. I was just like, what a fucking blowhard! Get this guy off my TV. He sucks. But then of course, you know, there's a you know something happens to him about halfway through the series, and you're like, holy shit! And then from then on, he's as interesting, and he's absolutely. like right there with Walt and Jesse and uh, Gus. Yeah, um, absolutely. And and I will say like even just because of the relationship between the books and the TV, like. The reason that the the TV show or the animes will have to do the filler episodes is because they don't want to, like, there, there, there's been one ep- anime I know of called Full Metal Alchemist. I don't know if you've heard of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have two versions of it. It's Full Metal Alchemist and Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. And basically what happened is Full Metal Alchemist came out first. And it came out while the manga was still being written. So, like, so much of it had already been written. They caught up. And then they're like, well, this is taking, they're taking too long to write it. So we're just going to basically go off script and make our own ending. <laughs> kind of like, kind of like Game of Thrones. Like Game mm-hmm, of Thrones mm-hmm, caught yep. up to the books and then we're like, we have to make our own ending. The difference is that George R.R. R. Martin was still there. And like, this is generally what I want to happen. But in this case, it wasn't. Yeah. So I, I'm going to spoil the ending of Full Metal Alchemist. The first one, because one, it's not the one you should watch. You should not watch Full Metal Alchemist. You should watch Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Brotherhood, okay. So I'm gonna spoil the Full Metal Alchemist. I'm gonna spoil it, but I'm gonna spoil it in a way that you're just gonna be like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Because it, it's the world doesn't like it's not our world, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's literally got like a metal arm that he can turn into a blade with like this magical power of what they call alchemy is mm-hmm. like. Bro, the series ends and my man becomes an astronaut. I, <laughs> my man has been out here trying to the the original the first thing that happens in it right is that their brother. So it's Edward, the main character. His brother is in a suit of armor. Mm-hmm. He tried to bring his dead mother back with with alchemy, but the there's a law of equivalent exchange, which is that you have to give up equal value for what you're bringing back. Mm-hmm. And the idea is obviously like there's it, a lot of it is just like what is the human soul worth? You know what I mean? Right. Like bringing a living person back requires some immense amount of exchange, and and it goes wrong. My man becomes an astronaut. That's <laughs> th- that's how it starts by trying to bring his dead mother back. It ends with him being an astronaut. Uh-huh. It was the most dog shit thing. I, I, I was so fucking mad bro i was so mad it mm. does it it ruined the whole show because like the whole show is about this and then all mm. of a sudden like he's like but what if i get in a rocket and go to the stars and i'm like eat shit <laughs> like why did you do this <laughs> to me so like that's why animes will do manga so they don't do that mm-hmm. full metal alchemist brotherhood is it came out later it shortens like up until the point where full metal alchemist reached the end of what had been written it yeah. condenses that, so you're not having to watch all of it again as much, and then it and then it does the actual ending that was in the manga, and I've heard that one's great. But because of my frustration with the first one, I haven't watched the good one. I, I, I'm, it <laughs> left such an it. awful taste in my mouth, bro, because I know he doesn't become an astronaut, but it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but anyways, 
a good anime, like even those side characters that have that shitty episode where nothing matters, mm-hmm. they will still be interesting, much like Hank in Breaking Bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like the filler episodes because they can't alter the plot and they just need to fill in space to give the writers time to, mm-hmm. to get further ahead again. It's yeah. just like, I just got to watch these fucking two assholes like thumb wrestle all day. Yeah. Like, I, just I, it's like, just fucking nonsense, bro. They're just like uh, putting the track down as the train goes. The closest. Like the, the fucking Wallace and Gromit. Right. The closest thing to an episode like that I can come up with, with Breaking Bad, and it's not even a good comparison, but the Fly episode. Because nothing really happens in the Fly episode, oh, right? I love the Fly episode. Oh, it's great. It's the best version of that. Mm-hmm. But, like, realistically, you don't get anything out of... Like, the plot didn't advance at all. It's just, like, right. characterization, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, like it's that, but, like, bad. But, like, bad, um, because it's, like, you don't give a shit about the two right. people in there. <laughs> right. So, yeah. So, fuck, fuck anime and fillers and fuck... Uh, sorry, this all came about because we're talking about the boys having to check in on characters <laughs> that no one gives a shit about. So, I derailed us super hard on that. Yeah. But, anyways. Sorry. No, no, it, it, that's that was just my point. Is that sometimes you know, if all the if you do that and all the characters aren't awesome and you don't condense it, then you're sort of like, okay, like you know, you need to be you need to be a bit better about writing your show. But other than that, I mean, yeah, just like, like it, everyone has to be doing something interesting at every time if we're going to check in on these people like every single episode. Right, right. But I, I I'm, but I'm okay with it because it doesn't overstay its welcome and or nothing gets too. Um, too boring because it's not a whole episode. Uh, exactly. Especially, I think the eight episodes is perfect. I think if it was a fucking Netflix show, it would have been like 13. Uh, like all those Marvel ones they used to have. And it would have just been like... It would have been a lot more of that. Slog to fucking get through. Um, but uh, How many but, of those Marvel ones did you watch? I watched Daredevil season one and two. And that's it. Okay. I know people were like... I feel like I remember people saying that Luke Cage's was good. But I watched, like, one action scene, and I was like, can't, dog. This is the worst shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> the only thing I remember about the Daredevils is that each season had this long, uh, like, take where he would just, like, beat the shit out of guys in, like, a yeah. hallway. But, like, that's it. And then, I just, I don't know. I never had it. But a... at least the action was, like, good. <laughs> yeah. The Luke Cage one was not, bro. <laughs> my man showed up for zero days of training on uh-huh. choreography of that shit. <laughs> But now we're going to get the real Marvel shows in um, Disney+. Plus. Exactly. That's some high-budget joints. Yeah. Oh, God. You know who they should have got to play Luke Cage? Should have got a Buster Rhyme so he could do his Halloween fucking... <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel so bad for the people who were in those Marvel shows. Like uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, he played Kingpin. And yeah. uh, Charlie Cox, he, pay, he played uh, Daredevil. Because both of them, like, they were so... They still are so excited about the characters. But mm-hmm. Kevin Feige fucking hates those Marvel shows. So they're <laughs> never going to be in the uh, MCU. So even right. though, you know, Vincent D'Onofrio is like, Hey, like, I've been in movies. Put me in there as Kingpin in Spider-Man 3. No way. Which kind of sucks for them. Cut the shit the fuck off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kevin Feige is like, fucking... Because I think those were greenlit, I think, like, 2015 or just before. But they were greenlit, like, when he didn't have total control of MCU like he does mm-hmm. now. So I think like somebody was just like put him on TV like who gives a shit we're like it's st- strike where the iron's hot without really thinking about the consequences of the stories and shit. Right. Um, that's yeah. That's why you see like shit about like Iron Man and Thor and shit in the shows, but they don't reciprocate the relationship. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, never. What the one you know what's funny is that like those to me like were never really in. I didn't care about those either way because I was like these are kind of just separated off. Like, mm-hmm. in my head, when they came out, I was like, these are a separate thing. Mm-hmm. Because it's characters we've never seen before. Yeah. Like, they're, they're not going to be in the next releases. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it, it, whatever. These are just their own separate thing that have Marvel licensing and are occurring simultaneously with the movies. The Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. shit was the most, like, I never even remotely tried to watch that. I was like, I don't Me know either. what the fuck you're doing, but this is nonsense. Like, yes, I never gave them a chance. You brought back the one character. I didn't want to give them a chance. Who had, like, an emotional death, and they were like, look, here's a whole show now that we had, like, one good... Because the death was well written. Like, you legitimately felt bad when he died. Yeah. I don't know the character's name. I don't know uh, the Phil actor's Coulson. name. Um, What's the actor's name? Do you know? Uh, actor's name is Cl- uh, Clark Gregg. Okay, well, Clark Gregg, he dies, and you're like, oh, that, like, it was, that was the best a death could be in a movie like that for mm-hmm. a relative nobody. Yeah. And 
they were like, let's do a whole spinoff. And I was like, fuck this, bro. <laughs> get this yeah, shit. And Got that shit they, the fuck off. <laughs> they fucking had like a hundred episodes. I know. Time. Every time that like I, I would go over to my in-laws house, they'd be watching basic cable and it would be like, catch the new episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Agents I'm like, dog, it's been four years. What? I'm like, what the go? Exactly. Yeah, Yo, I they, never. They gave doubled this down on that shit like Disney doubled down on Avatar, bro. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> give me five more seasons, bro, <laughs> of this one tertiary character who's dead doing Avengers. <laughs> uh, the only thing that I remember, like, that doing knockoff Avengers, like, <laughs> even I feel like Quicksilver remote... was maybe in it once or something. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is that I think the one time that I think I ever really wanted to give a fuck or even give it a chance was right at the when uh, the episodes were coming around. Um, when Civil War came out, because you know the whole thing is that Hydra's been inside of um, Shield the whole time. Yeah, and so which by the way, like... I love Civil War. It's a great movie. Hmm. The the handshake Hail Hydra thing, like the handshake <laughs> whisper Hail Hydra, like it's the most <laughs> over the top shit. It's so stupid. <laughs> it's that good, like uh, yeah, it's that good comic book shit. Yeah, it's just there's like four other dudes standing around. They're like. And like no one heard it. They just—I guess it is comic book shit, but it was just weird to see it in the like in the movie. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like depicted that way. Like they could have just made it more discreet. You know what I mean? Yeah, like like hand signal or something. Yeah, exactly. But no, they legit handshake like Hydra, and I was like, get out of here, bro. But I think it. But then it pays off in Endgame when they're in the elevator. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Which was a great scene. Mm-hmm. So uh, you were saying, you uh, sorry, you were saying you were interested in Agents of Shield when that was happening. Oh, just because they were like, "Oh shit, shit's going down," but that's it. That it, it like went the, the the meter went up for like a split second, and then I was like, "Oh wait, no." I actually so they addressed wanna... that stuff in the Agents of Shield TV. Yeah, show? apparently, like a like the Fallout, but it was. I actually do think it's kind of cool that the Fallout was happening that same week. So the movie comes out like on a Friday. And then the next Wednesday's episode is reacting to the movie that just came out the Friday before. So I did think That's, that was cool. That is dope. That's great timing. But I was like, oh, cool. But then I realized, oh, wait, I, like, I ain't want trying to watch this to fucking shit. <laughs> yeah. I ain't trying to watch this low budget garbage. Mm-hmm. Like, knock off fucking CSI. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. God. All right. So, so that's what you've been watching. Um, yeah. What have you been watching? Yeah. I have watched. Maybe two more episodes of Avatar. I'm just fucking slogging through it. Mm-hmm. Um, so cool. No, that's not true. I watched three episodes in one night because shit got lit. And I don't remember exactly what was happening. Um, it had something to do with... I've, I've, I was literally going to be like, I had something to do with like Zuko, Azula, and Aang. <laughs> and it's like, those are all the characters. <laughs> so that's not useful. Um, but... uh. And the the new uh, Earthbender that's teaching Aang. Uh, Toph. Yep. Um, and Uncle Iroh. Iro? I- yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Either way, uh, Iroh. They're they're all they all kind of get intertwined for a second. And what was it? There was oh, yo, the stuff about Zuko as a kid was legitimately depressing. Oh, was, oh shit! It was I so didn't... sad. I didn't realize that was in season two. I thought that was season one, but yep, yep. Yeah, oh my god, that is brutally sad. Also, a signature hallmark of an anime. All animes are sad, bro. Doesn't matter. (laughs) There is going to be some utterly depressing shit in any anime you ever watch, I promise. (laughs) It's going to be nothing but roses and fairies, bro, Mm -hmm. for... 99% 99% of the episodes, and then you're going to get an episode where it's, like, three main characters, all their parents are dead, and, and like, all their siblings are dead, and everyone's crying together, and you're just going to be fucking destroyed for an episode. And that's what happened in that episode of Avatar with his family and him as <laughs> long. I was like, all, all we've done is just, like, fight for the past few episodes, and it's like, oh, by the way, here's your sad episode. Like, yeah, thanks. the, uh, what is it called? The Onik- Onikai. Onikai? Where you have to fight. Yeah, I, I can't remember what it's called, but yeah, mm-hmm. there was that. Wait, I didn't get that yet. Oh. I mean, Wait. that's not a spoiler because they do plenty of those already. But, like, it's it's more about him and his sister's relationship and their mom, you know, maybe 
I'm not sure what the mom situation is. I just know she's not around. Mm-hmm. Um, I think at this point they've basically told him that she went to the store for cigarettes and never came back. <laughs> like, she she went for fire cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, <for>, not <laughs> just the regular cigarettes. She didn't need to get a lighter because she keeps those on deck. Um, but yeah, so I watched some episodes of Avatar. Um, and then I did something I never do, which is I started a second show at the same time, mm-hmm. um, which is I watched the first episode of The Cabin. Um, that's Burt Kreischer, not super crazy about, but he has his moments. Tom Segura, who I'm a huge fan of. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they had Joey Diaz in the uh, first episode because they're all friends in uh, in L.A. Um, it was It was pretty good. It's not really like anything serious. It's mm-hmm. just basically them hanging out and like hijinks ensue you know what i mean like so is it like a like a talk show or or like comedy show or it's it's more like a comedy show than a talk show Mm -hmm. um like it's the um what's the word i'm looking for here the premise is that like bert is like out of control he parties too much uh Mm -hmm. he, he needs to go get in this cabin to relax and like you know just get his life under control but then he has friends come every episode. So, like, the first episode was oh, Tom okay. Segura and Joey Diaz. Um, mm-hmm. I know there's an episode with, like, Caitlyn Jenner and Nikki Glaser. Um, there's an episode with Donnell Rawlings, who is Ashley Larry. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Bobby Lee, who is – he does – like, he, he has a couple pretty big podcasts, but he also is, like, realistically most well-known for Mad TV. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't watched any of those. Just the first episode, and that's the one with Tom Skrull and Joey Diaz, and it was pretty, uh, pretty good. There were some funny parts, obviously, because they're all comedians. Um, and, and like, there was a little bit of like seriousness to it, but mostly it was just them joking around. Um, but like, those are the podcasts I like listening to anyway. So it was just cool to watch like a twenty-two minute show of them just hanging out and dicking around. Oh, cool! Nice. Also, nice. it's only twenty-two it's, minutes, so it's like not, it's not a big commitment or anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna ask if it was a half hour or an hour show, but yeah, that that sounds pretty cool. Um, yeah. uh, it's like a mix, I guess not a talk show, but just like a mix of like, hey, like let's hang out. And or do they play themselves, like the people who? Visit, yeah, they're or, yeah. yeah, they're just them. Like okay. like Bert's just like I'm Bert and I party a lot and now I need to calm down and that's like, you know, it, it's like he has his actual wife on. You know what I mean? It's just mm-hmm. them talking. Like it's all the comedians that just already talk, just basically hanging out and dicking around with like. In dumb scenarios, nice. um, and um, is there? It's on Netflix, right? You yep, said? it is on Netflix. Cool. So definitely check that out if you're interested in that. If you know, if you like any of the comedians, like I, it, I definitely don't think there's any through lines. So like, if there's an episode with comedians you like, probably just watch that one. Would be my mm-hmm. guess. Like you don't need to watch all of them. And it sounds like um, um, shit, I was gonna say you, you're saying it doesn't have to be. Like, oh, like a good fall show, you know, like a cabin. It's like, you know, yeah. nobody goes, you know, I'm sure it might not be during the fall, but falls in my mind are like cabin. Right. Thing. Exactly. Yeah. It was, cool. it was, uh, yeah, pretty good. Um, so, um, we'll, we'll go from that to something we've both watched, which is that the Lakers won the NBA championship. Mm-hmm. And I will say that I've never been yeah. more fucking terrified in my life because the Lakers were up. What? 2-0? No, they were up 2-0 when I made the declaration that Lakers have this shit under wrap in the podcast. I was like, because they're just going (laughs) to dominate the heat. Because it was like Drogic and Bam weren't going to play in game three. And Mm. I was like, they're going to win game three. Then they're going to be up 3-0. It's going to be a wrap. The very first thing that happens, like literally the next day after I said that recording, was that Jimmy Butler went the fuck off and like led yes and fucking just single-handedly won the heat the game i was like great now they're like an asshole then the lakers won (laughs) and i was like okay i'm good they're up 3-1 and then jimmy butler again played 47 minutes went super fucking hard looked like he was about to die on the court with how tired he was and Mm -hmm. it was 3-2 and i was like please God, do not let this blow up in my face. Like, the first major sports prediction I make on this podcast is, like, the Lakers definitely have it in the bank and just fucking trash, bro. <laughs> like, and, I mean, like, yeah, like, I watched um the ending of that game. Was it game five? Right? Yeah, game right, five. Yeah. And then, you know, they they're, it's like fucking just haymakers, dude. You know, LeBron gets a basket, then Jimmy, and then, you know, he gets a right. foul, and then he gets fouled, and they're fucking making their free throws, and... 
Um, I, maybe you know, the Lakers had a chance at the end, and then yeah, uh, yo, Green and then Danny Green bricked the most wide open three of all time. And <laughs> then... I was literally like, dude, like because people have been shitting on him for a while. He played right. well in the regular season, but in the playoffs, he was kind of shitty. Right, and, and so when they he gets that ball. The ball and you were like, you're going to make me look bad, Danny Green. I know it. I was, no, I was just like, please, Danny, make this redeem yourself. And, and then he that fucking man, bricks it. But yeah, it, here's the deal. Didn't he, like, barely reach the rim? My yeah. man, like, eh, barely got there. Like, it was, it took every ounce of strength to not airball that from Danny mm-hmm. Green. And I mean, then, it's what, uh, oh, go ahead. It's what, um, Bomani Jones calls lemon booty. Yeah, it absolutely booty. was lemon booty. <laughs> and then from there, they get the rebound, and I'm, mm-hmm. like, kind of rooting for the Heat. Like, I want LeBron to win the next ring, but, like, I do really like Jimmy Butler. They're the blatant underdog. Everyone likes rooting for an underdog. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah. it was like, I, I still wanted it to be close, and it would be cool even if I, had like, even if it came down to game seven and I was like, maybe I want LeBron to win. Like, I still wanted it to get there. You know what I mean? Because I do like the Heat. Yeah. And then the Lakers get the rebound, and I was like, oh, no, they're going to fucking... They're going to, like, just overpower, like, score inside just on a scramble. Mm-hmm. And then Markeith, Markeith, right? Is he the one on the Lakers or is it Marcus? Um, I think it's Markeith. Mar- I think it's Markeith. Yeah. Markeith throws the worst pass I've ever seen in my life. That man <laughs> overshoots Anthony Davis, who is seven foot tall, uh-huh. with arms longer than anybody I've ever seen. He overthrows him by, like, eight feet and just <laughs> launches it straight out of bounds. It's He's the speed of a... Man. Brett Favre laser, bro. <laughs> Honestly, when you were saying that, I was like, what are you talking about? I completely forgot about that. In my mind, which kind of sucks for Danny, I was like, Danny bricked it and the time just ran out. <laughs> now, someone else made a just as awful play right afterwards. Because if you go back and look, Anthony Davis has a mismatch and is holding his arm up to just get it lobbed anywhere near the basket and he can yep, dunk it. Yep. And my man launches it out of bounds at the speed of light. Like, and then to, to his back, like right to his right, a little bit back, LeBron James is open. Right. Right inside the key. Oh, God. Right inside the three-point line. Yeah. And then he just goes, oh, oh my bad, my bad. Which I, I kind of get because, like, I think. It's a scramble anyways. Like Yeah. Even... I think if you're, like, if you have the ball and you're the guy or, you know, the second guy, like, if you're Anthony Davis and you have the ball with, like, five seconds, you're going up, right? Same thing with LeBron, unless he's in a situation where he was, like, the one that he was, where he was, like, three guys on him and he can just kick it out. But right. in a mad scramble, if you're not the guy, you're not taking that shot because you don't want to get chewed out. But then you're also, like, panicking, trying to find out where to go, right? Yeah. So if I'm Mark It's Keith, lemon booty. It's lemon booty. It's, it's, yeah, it's, just, it's oh my God. I mean, lemon booty. <laughs> exactly. He's like, there's three seconds to go. I cannot be the motherfucker who takes this because I will get destroyed by LeBron and no, by everybody but see, else. But see, that's lemon booty. Because if you were like, I can just take this open layup. Like, I, I can take, like, one step forward and have a decent layup. If you're the guy that even is the four string and you make that, bro, set for life. Set mm-hmm. for life. Like that's yeah. that's what fucking Ray Allen did. You know yeah. what I mean? The the yeah. the um the Chris Bosch rebound to like one step and then shoot right as the buzzer comes yeah. down. But you know I think I mean? that's and different. He, I think that was legendary. It's think... different because Ray Allen was at one point like an all star. Right, right. I think Marky Morris I think it's has never because... been anything more than like a role player. Right. He was still like, even though he was with the Heat, he was still you know relatively pretty good. Right. Like he right. wasn't washed, but he but he and he had been the guy and he'd been a part of a big three. But I think if you're Marquise, you're just roll. You're just like a roll guy. It's like an Avery Bradley taking that shot, or fucking uh, Dante Divincenzo taking that shot, or what about Robert Ory? Robert, yeah, yeah, but the thing with Robert Ory, I think he's is probably he thought he was the guy, or he thought he he saw himself as the guy, probably mentally, and he's like, fuck yeah, I'm making this. Right, that's that's what I'm saying. That's lemon booty. That's lemon booty. Like that's what I'm talking about. Robert Ory was like, fuck it, I'm shooting this, bro, and and was the man. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's yeah, not it, like he was – nobody ever once thought Robert Horry was one of the best players on the team. Exactly. You know what I mean? No one was ever like, you know who we should probably get this last shot to? Robert Horry. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then seven rings later, he's like, I guess I didn't do too bad. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah. So, for somebody – but the Lakers did clinch it. That that last game was a fucking blowout. And I – Yep. I, I can't – to me, I can't blame the Heat for that. I mean, like – Jimmy Butler put in 47, like, he only rested for 45 seconds of a game. Yeah. He was in for 47 minutes and 15 seconds of a game, an mm-hmm. NBA game, like, and it went all out. So, like, it's obviously, I just don't think you can do that 
and like two days that, later, yeah, and two days later, be like at a hundred percent or ready to go. Yeah. Like you have to have some people holding some weight around you at that point, exactly. Especially when LeBron, when AD and LeBron, I think were averaging something like thirty minutes at most of the playoffs, right? And I'm right. sure Jimmy was fucking playing. Oh yeah, Jimmy was probably putting in real solid. I think they said he was averaging like forty three. Yeah, all playoffs. Yeah, off the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. So if you're doing that, and LeBron is doing thirty, and then AD is doing maybe like thirty two or thirty three. Then by the time you get to the end, you start to see the dividends of that, right? Right. Yeah, and the answer, though, isn't that, like, oh, Jimmy should have rested more. Like, he couldn't have. They he would not yeah, have made it because he doesn't far. have. Yeah, right. So, yeah. So, what do we, just to go over this real quick. So, what yeah. do we think this does for LeBron's legacy? Yeah, so I think, I mean, he, he was already, I thought he was already the GOAT. I mean, even before this. Um, I think, the, the you know, going to three teams, three finals MVP, first person to do that. I think people who maybe were on the fence, maybe lean, maybe are more on the fence, or they're more 50-50, maybe towards LeBron. And then if you're an MJ guy, no matter what, there's no way you can't say this guy isn't, like, top five, right? Here's the thing. I don't think... I think if you understand basketball at any level, right? Like, any level. I think if you're an asshole that just, like, wants to be an asshole, it's different. But I think if you're trying to make a legitimate case, I don't think any MJ GOAT fans will say you're stupid for saying LeBron's the GOAT. Like, Mm. I think they would disagree, and I think you'd be like, I understand what you're saying, but I disagree, and here's why. And You know what I mean? Like, I can't imagine, yo, there are people out there that legitimately like, LeBron sucks. I'm like, you're just dumb. That's not, that's not... A valid standpoint in any regard. Like, I don't care what yeah. era he's in. I don't care what you think of basketball right now. Like, to just be like, he's not good. Or, like, he's not even... Even if you say, like, he's not in the debate, you're just dumb. So, like, I, to me, like, maybe... I don't know that this swings anybody. I feel like if you're an MJ guy, you're just going to keep being an MJ guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think if you're a LeBron guy, this just helps your LeBron guy thing. I think it's just going to be, you know, you are who you are, really, at the end of the day. Um, maybe not this ring. You know, maybe if LeBron reels off, like, two more, two or three more, then, like, now it starts to get, you know yeah. what I mean? Now, I mean, now dude, if it's five, swing, if, you tie, yeah. if you tie Jordan, if he gets two more by some miracle, right? Or even one more, five. But you say by some miracle. I don't think it's, like, that much of a reach. I know, but it's just, it's hard. Like, it would have right, to be a three-peat or right. close to it. I mean, if he was, he's going to be 36 in December, at the end of December. If he was maybe 32, I'd be like, oh, yeah, he's got time. Mm-hmm. But I think it's kind of one of those things where it's like, right now you're operating on, like, the wire, right? On a wire's edge. You have mm-hmm. to, like, everything has to go perfectly. You have to win. Because a wasted year is just, it hurts more than a wasted year, you know, 15 years in ago. In your early you know? 20s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, that's why earlier when, you know, when the pandemic started, I was like, that's, right. I mean, I know there's way yeah, we more were like, worse. this isn't important, but also, like... but also missing out on like a year of what appears to be continuously the longest peak in the world, peak LeBron <laughs> is painful. So I'm glad he was, we won that, but, um, like think... right now, I think we're not on the top of Mount Everest, right? Like the peak has already happened. But, like, we're still definitely in the range where people die from lack of oxygen. Like Exactly. Like, it's, like, it is, like, it is a plateau. It is not Mount Everest. It is, like, Mount Everest plateau. It's, like, if it just went on and maybe, like, inclined a little bit down. Because the man put up. I believe that's called he a average. <clears throat> he averaged, what, like, 30 or close to 30. Like, something like 8, 8 and 8 on shooting, like, 59% from the field. Like, that's insane. Like, that's, like. Yeah. That is insane. I think and he, he, he Bro. This is the same thing I say every time, but like no one ever looked at Dwayne Wade's career and was like, "Wow, his career was cut short." My man turned into a role player and went and played in Chicago and then retired. And LeBron is still out here being the best player on the floor in the finals and, mm-hmm. and was drafted at the same fucking time. And even if you go, well, you know, D Wade went to college. It's like, well, three years well, ago, Dwayne Wade was washed. Still <laughs> yeah. in twenty seventeen, right? And same thing with Melo. It's not like, you know what I mean? No one's like, wow, Melo's career was really cut short. Melo spent one year in college. It's only exactly. a one-year difference. But, um, yeah, so LeBron's legacy, I think he – all right, so realistically, do you think – what do you think of the chances he could reel off two more before he retires? I think – I'm going to say 66, two and two-thirds. I think 66% chance that he wins two more. And if he ties him, 
And right. he, he ties him, but then he has every single statistic category better. Mm. Like, what does that mean? You know? Yeah. The, the argument will then, of course, be the era that he played. You know what I mean? Which yeah, isn't to say that LeBron wouldn't be great. Like, LeBron would be great in um, Jordan's era. But, like, realistically, like, if Jordan was playing today and Jordan had grew up today where three-point shooting was more emphasized, like, maybe Jordan's points scored are a lot higher. You know what I mean? Right. But, all that aside, so you're saying 66% chance he wins two more? So what would yeah. you put your chance he only wins one more? Because, like, that's like got to be 80. higher than... That's super 80? high. Whew. Um, maybe maybe next th- year. I mean, the only thing I, I think, like, unless he has a dramatic drop-off, I mean, Anthony Davis is re-signing. Um, if some role guys leave, hopefully he, he has a pretty good eye for finding role players. I mean, clearly. Yeah. You know, he fucking, I mean, you know, Gerald Green, I think, is going to become available. And he's plays like shit. But then when, you know, LeBron makes everybody <laughs> better. Um, so I think, I think it's not too crazy to think that they'll be tested a little bit more next year. Definitely. Um, but if everybody, most of the people are going to stay and they have them through contract at least one or two more years, if, uh, uh, unless, you know, the older guys don't drop off precipitously, like a fucking, like just off of a cliff. I mean, I see them. But 80% though. So you think if they run next year, five times, like if we ran a simulation next year, five times, you think four of them, LeBron would win. There's only one time he wouldn't win. I think so. I, I mean, who, who in the West, I mean, the, the Warriors will be back, but they don't have. I mean, Draymond isn't the exact same Draymond. I'm not saying that he's fallen off, but he's, you know, he's not the same from a couple of years ago. Right. But Steph the, and KD, I mean, Steph and Clay are still there. Um, I guess the Suns will make some noise. The Nuggets will make some noise. The Clippers um, will still be the Clippers. With the, the Clippers poss- will be fucking shitty Clippers. Hey, they, they still have Kawhi, a guy that makes a lot of bad commercials. But, <laughs> like, I mean, you still have Kawhi who can do True. a lot by himself. In the East, you're going to have the Heat possibly healthy with Bam and, you know, Drogic healthy or a different point guard situation. But, like, you got to remember, I mean, the Heat won two games with one one with no Bam or Drogic and one with, like, a uh, 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 um, hobbled Bam. You know what I mean? Yeah. That team could be a problem next year, too. Um, out of yeah. East, and the Bucks. So the Bucks, yep. Uh, the Nuggets could get better. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I'd... I'd I think it's but, more likely than not. Let's put it this way. I, but I just think there's too many variables in the course of a season to put anybody's chances that high. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I, I mean, yeah, I, but... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, yeah, I, I just think, yeah. I mean, like, but you could say that, you know, I guess for me, they're... With, I think Anthony Davis is just so good and LeBron is so, so good that I think it's kind of like going into the... Um, 2018 2017 like those warriors years right it's like right. yeah there could be other teams and i think other teams will push them but i think in the end i think they're just there's just too much talent there to to pass up and um i say i say realistically a 60 percent chance they win one more and then a 35 40 percent chance he wins two more because like 35 40 percent still means like it's almost a coin flip that he wins two more championships. Two more. Ah, oh, dude, be so sweet if he got six. You know, so let's cool. put it this way: the Heat with him, Chris Bosh, and Dwayne Wade went two for three. You know what two I mean? Two for four. Two for four. You're right. So, like, I don't know that I'd give the Lakers that much better of a chance than the Heat. Yeah. Especially because there wasn't like. It's not like the Spurs or the Mavs were like god tier teams. You know what I mean? Like the Mavs yeah. were they had a great run, and the Spurs are solid, but. Anyways, so this definitely helps AD's legacy way more than LeBron's though, because LeBron's already has enough. AD, this is like a big deal for him. Yeah, I mean, this is just the start. I mean, he is twenty-seven, um, so he has thirteen-ish, maybe more years to go, which he can win, you know, fucking three or four more. And he's got that monkey off his back, right? Like now right. he's one of the all-time greats, and it doesn't have to be Dirk at thirty-six or whatever, being like he's one of the all-time greats, but. Or, you know, like a Russ or a Harden being like, these guys, I mean, this guy's running the league, but, you know. Right, but he cracks um, in the playoffs every single time. Exactly. Yeah, now that's gone too. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think it's like, um, I forget who won early on. It's kind of like LeBron after his first one. It's like, you, you got it. That thing is gone. So even if you don't win anymore, I think you're already one of the all-time greats. 
Right. And well, for me, the bigger example of that for LeBron would be the one in Cleveland, because like people were going to discount the ones in Miami as like him. But then he went to Cleveland, and it was like, no, nah, you really like <laughs> that one was. You put in a lot of work on that one. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, either way, I, I agree. Um, the same thing goes for Anthony Davis now. Um, yo, here's the deal, though. What if What if LeBron gets to the point, like, all right, let's say he's 38, 39, right? Yep. And he's not yep. – he, he's starting to decline, visibly decline, like, pretty – Pretty obviously, and, and, and to the point where you're like kind of iffy about whether he should retire. What if he pulls the fucking Vince Carter, bro, and just goes to the bench and is the best six man to ever play the game, and AD <laughs> is out here just dunking on everyone's head, and he gets like two more rings. Just as like gets... a bench dude, like a bench veteran who's just out here being the best six man he can be. The Could fucking you imagine? Just like a Jason Kidd thing. Right. You know? Could you imagine? Aww. I do think his game does evolve more. He probably doesn't. He probably goes from three point line to three point line going forward, or maybe you know the year after, or maybe two years from now. Um, and, and he then, just gets then, like yeah, and then like on mismatches, he'll post like a small guy. But that, I think right. that's like what it will come down to. Yeah, I mean he'll be like eighteen. He'll probably average like eighteen and like fifteen assists, right? Like right. I because he averaged I think close to ten or ten this year. So there's no reason to think that he won't be like, you know, an 18 point game and 12, re- or, you know, 18, nine and 12. Right. Right. Um, but it'd be, I mean, if he could play as long as Vince Carter did, man, like that would be so cool. He would definitely break the all time scoring record by then. Yeah. I think we have maybe two more years, two or three more years before he hits that. Right. Um, so that'd be exciting. Um, but yeah. Yeah. That would be dope. Um, so we'll, we'll go ahead and cut the basketball talk for now. Um, but the last thing I want to talk about, which we're finally going to get to is Mm. Microsoft buying Bethesda. Um, so for people that aren't super familiar, um, I would say Bethesda's biggest game of all time is Skyrim, the Elder Scrolls Skyrim, Mm. um, which has for some reason continued to get ported and remastered and remade over and over and over and over and over again. And it's like way over Mm. the top. It, in, a good example of that is the fact that they are making GTA 5 for the PS5. And the, the PS5, Xbox yes. And I was like, I had that shit on my Xbox 360, bro. Why are we still making this? Exactly. That's yeah. what Skyrim... I mean, Skyrim was doing that before GTA 5 was a thing. <laughs> like, and it kind of, dude, like, I, I go... I, like, I've been playing some open world games, and I played um, Spider-Man, right? 2018 Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm playing it, and I'm like, so this is good, right? The people feel alive. But this still feels not quite where Grand Theft Auto Five is, and that shit came out seven years ago, five years before the Spider-Man game. So it just shows you sort of like how, what a absolute just benchmark of gaming that game is, and how right. alive it feels, and how old it is at this point. Right. Right, but let it die. I'm ready to let that motherfucker die. Like I don't know why we're bringing it. Bro, it came out at the end of three, the 360, so let's say it was out on 360 for like a year. Yeah. The PS4 lasted for seven years, so we're now eight years into this motherfucker, and you're like, mm-hmm. we're making another one. Making it's like, oh, Grand again. Theft Auto 6? It's like, no, another Grand Theft Auto 5. Bro, it actually, yeah. <laughs> It actually hit, yeah, it hit his, uh, its seventh anniversary last month, mid-September 2013. That's when right. it came out. Get that shit out of here, bro. I, it's the most ridiculous thing ever. But anyways, Bethesda makes fallout um i want to say the thing is they actually i think technically they didn't just buy out bethesda i think they bought out the parent company that um bethesda is a part of mm-hmm. so i think they got i think they got like doom uh, in part of that deal um, wolfenstein yeah they got they got a few bigger fallout. names yeah fallout but that that's a bethesda one that i forgot about um but you know they they, they got a few studios that are that are pretty big names um, and you sent me a link to an article, um, about, you know, basically how the article was saying that, uh, you know, Xbox has moved away from the traditional console, uh, model, I guess, mm-hmm. and is moving towards more of like a, um, I'm going to just call it like the Netflix of games. Mm-hmm. Like, like it seems like they're like oh here's our game pass it's a service you pay for that subscription and then you get access to a bunch of these games yeah and 
So, so what do you think about that idea? As like, if you're Microsoft and you're competing, well, at least up until this point, have been competing with the PlayStation Five, and you know, you you or not PlayStation, but Sony, and you probably won the 360 and PS3 battle. You probably won that one. You definitely lost the PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, yeah, Xbox One. Yeah, battle. Xbox One. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so changing direction going forward, like how how. What do you think? Do you think it's a good idea? Do you think it's it's just to be seen, to be determined? What do you think? Yeah, I think so. Uh, just from like a super outsider perspective, because I don't really follow games too too closely. I just like I said, I said before, I just got back into them this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems like they're sort of getting somebody's telling them this is the future. They're seeing the writing on the wall in terms of what is moving people, like what subscriptions are, like what is important. And for them, it seems like that subscription is the most important thing to get that money going and to have stuff to have new content every month or something, right? That new mm-hmm. IP so that you can say, oh, you know, what'd you pick up? Oh, the new Xbox game, right? The, right. the new Xbox uh, um, uh, Skyrim game, right? right? Kind of like Netflix. It's like, oh, what are you watching? Oh, the new uh, Xbox or the new Netflix show, the new Netflix movie, right? To right. be in the conversation, to drive those subscriptions. Um, and I think it'll... It'll also make it sort of so that people keep coming back. Right. Excuse me. Um, they'll keep coming back and they don't have to, you know, buy like two games and then be like, well, that's it for my game budget this month or these few months. I'll be back later, right? They can just keep coming back to it. So I think that that the transition um, just means that they're... This means that they're on board with that full transition to doing, you know, sub, uh, subscription, just right software online, yeah. So... Hmm. So my issue with this idea, right, Mm -hmm. is that, like, to me it seems like they're kind of going for... Also, this has been a thing that's been happening with games in general. Like, games have battle passes now, which is what they're, like, kind of just generally called, because that's what Fortnite called them when they first did it. I feel like that's where it got popular, at least. Which is that, like, instead of selling you DLC, like... Like, Call of Duty used to be, like, here's your, you know, your DLC for, like, your first map pack. You pay $15 for it. You pay $15 for your next map pack. So, like, at the end of the day, you're spending, like, $100. So, what they've done instead now is they've said, okay, we're not doing that anymore. We'll give you a bunch of free content. But we'll give you this, like, uh, this thing to work towards. And basically, the only way to work towards it is to put in time or spend money. And we'll put, like, 100 tiers in it. You'll, mm-hmm. you'll work through those tiers. You'll see stuff. You, we'll let you see all of it. You know what I mean? We'll let you see what's at 90 because let's yeah. say you don't have time, you're like maybe I want to spend a little money to get the stuff that's at ninety. So it's basically just like they've. I guess they've obviously figured out that it's more profitable to instead of hitting people for fifteen bucks at a time and making people feel like I already paid sixty dollars for this. Why am I paying fifteen? To like get people to continuously be like, oh, it's just a dollar, or oh, it's just two dollars. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it's just more profitable to do it that way. But yeah. the reason why I'm not sure, realistically, if this is a viable business model going forward for microsoft's consoles so like realistically when i say i don't know if it's viable they can just make it work like like they could just lose money and microsoft be like we have enough money in the bank fuck it you know what i mean like like, Mm -hmm. if they didn't want it to fail it just would you know what i mean like they could just keep funneling money into this garbage because they have so much Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if Amazon decided to make something and it flopped, if they really were like, fuck it, we're just going to keep going, like, they could just keep putting more money into it. And yeah. It'd be like, everyone knows it sucks, but it doesn't matter. It's still going. Um, right. so, so, Microsoft could do that. But, like, if we're trying to look at it as its own division, right? Like, if we're trying to say, like, Microsoft's gaming is different from, you know, Microsoft as a whole and you want this subdivision to be profitable, the, like, going with Netflix as a model... Basically, to this is. Do you think that's a fair comparison? Yes. Like yes. You, yeah. You yeah. Pay for the subscription, and then you have access to all of this, and it's not all just our stuff. It's everybody's stuff. Yeah. Um, and kind of like how you were saying, you were like, "Oh, you know, people will be like, oh, it's only two or three dollars, you know, because I have the pass." But I think it's going to be even more than that. Where people are going to say, "I got this for free. It's free on yeah, whatever. It's free." Because I, I hear people f- talk about that. I think it is free if you pay for the game pass, and I think the game pass is. Fifteen dollars a month, 
Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like how people, when you ask people, like, oh, have you seen that thing? Or you should watch this show. And they'll be like, oh, what is it on? And it's like, oh, you don't have to pay. It's free on Netflix. But you pay for Netflix every month. You pay like 15 right. bucks or 17 or whatever. So um, it's it'll be like that, where you are paying for it. But I think they, that sort of elimination of that barrier is going to get people to be like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll pay you. Like, for, like hey. on the PS4. Four, I pay however much to play online, right? right? And then every month they're like, here's these free games. And I'm like, oh, cool. They're free, but I fucking pay for them every few months when I pay for my the chance to play right. online. And I know it's paying for online, but I'm paying for something and I'm getting it as part of it. So it's not right. free. I'm paying for it. It's, right. It's, it's like when you buy it. something, buy one, get one free. It's like I didn't really get one free. I just paid half price for both. Paid half for two. Right. right. Exactly. So with that being said, I think there's a very obvious difference right which is that if you want to watch netflix it's a 15 dollars subscription right mm-hmm. okay what are you going to watch it on your tv right how is it getting to your tv the answer at most expensive is a console but if we're not talking about that I'd say you're like, I don't know if I have the money. Like, I don't know if I want to invest money in like a PS4 or whatever. Right. I was it's, like, Roku. it's like a $20 Roku box. Right. The Xbox Game Pass is like barrier for entry. It's like, oh, I want to play the Game Pass. How much is it? Mm-hmm. $15. It's like, well, you, you need a TV. Like, so whatever the cost of a TV is, but that's still mm-hmm. applicable in Netflix. You know what I mean? You need the cost yeah. of the TV. The difference comes down to the $20 Roku box or the console. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. I I think the idea of the subscription, I I think that works when the barrier of entry is so low. Like, the reason it works for Netflix. And also, it hasn't always worked for Netflix. There have been times where people are like, Netflix is not looking so hot right now. And Netflix Mm. is like, well, double down on original content. You know what I mean? Like, we can put out stuff that gets, that is only here. And we'll get people to keep coming back to us and, and not just canceling until their favorite show comes back on. You know what I mean? They just mm-hmm. they have such an influx of their own content. And that's another thing. It, it seems like it's much easier and much cheaper to put a Netflix original show together than to mm-hmm. develop and, and create your own game and hope it's good. Especially like a big AAA one, right? Right. Like because you can, people have like, already been talking about how the AAA model is just not profitable, and that's why we have these microtransactions anyways. Yeah. So it's sort like, of make up for it. Yeah, yeah. So it's like all these things. I'm just like, this idea is great in theory. You know what a good example of? And they brought it up in the article. They said that if um, accounting for some $5 and $1 limited time signups and the subscribers are $15 premium ultimate subscription for the Game Pass, um, mm-hmm. that's more than $1 billion annual subscription revenue and then they say like that's more than three times what fortnite made last year the thing is is fortnite made their game once and it has since just added little bits here and there which is wildly cheaper than making a whole nother game and you know what i mean like we're talking again about a look first of all fortnite's free um and then like we're talking about like they made the game once and then they've just been profiting super immensely off this one thing and you're like we can make three times that it's like yeah but you have to make fucking 30 games for your game pass pay the ones that you didn't make like if ea makes a game if ea makes madden and you want it on your game pass you're gonna have to pay ea to put it on there because obviously they're not just gonna give it to you for free and lose out on sales so it's like this is not comparable like (laughs) yeah but i I do think it's, it's sort of like kind of like the thinking behind blockbuster movie making um I, well, but then also I think it's much harder to come up with a uh, a game that hits the zeitgeist quite like Fortnite. But going back to the movie, the blockbuster movies, the way the reason that you know most studios instead of making a bunch of little ones, even something as small like a Blumhouse movie that's five mil that ends up making thirty and you make up twenty five, is that they would rather do two hundred mil because that's guaranteed to make four hundred mil. And so yes, it costs more, or maybe even let's say three hundred, it makes three hundred mil. And cost two hundred, you get a hundred mil compared to making a bunch of little ones that, you know, make a little bit of profit, but they don't end up in totaling the whole profit. But then what you run into is that all you have is just the big budget movies, and then if a couple of them fail, they drag down studios with them. Um, whereas before, if you know a couple movies failed from a studio, it took basically like a consistent streak of shitty movies to sink something. But now, if a big one shits the bed hard enough, it drags down a whole studio with them. 
Right, but and then on top of that, I don't know. Like I, but I feel like the like, I feel like the fifteen dollars subscription is still making out like it's still a cheaper, less profit on return. You know, like less money in mm-hmm. return than than a big blockbuster. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it, I think your margins are so small with stuff like that. And on top of that, like just like I said, Netflix needed the Netflix originals to like really come back well not come back because it was never like dead dead but there were definitely times where they looked at the numbers and like we got to figure something out this spreadsheet's looking a little rough um like the thing is is that they have acquired the studio and and here's what i'm gonna say like skyrim was very good there hasn't been another elder scrolls since then so that's a long fucking time um and people kind of got wore out on skyrim when they made eight fucking versions of it and then mm-hmm. Fallout, Fallout Four was okay. It, it was it was good, but it wasn't as good as the previous ones, in my opinion. Three, yeah. And then Fallout seventy six was the most atrocious shit. That shit <laughs> bombed so fucking hard. And the Elder Scrolls Online game that came out after fucking Elder Scrolls Skyrim also bombed. Like it did so poorly on release. So, like, you acquired this big studio, but the thing is, is like, all your first-party games, all your Xbox originals, what I'm going to call them, like, are kind of shit in the bed. Like, Halo is your most, like, fuck it, dude, we'll just throw a Halo. Halo is is their Star Wars. You know what I mean? Like, fuck it, dog, yeah. I don't care, just throw one out, we'll make some money. <laughs> like, but Yeah, the it's thing like is, the crown jewel. Like, but I think that is, the, that is, like, one, and then Gears is, like, beat. Right, but the two. thing is, is that their last two Halo games have not been good. People, because mm-hmm. it's a new studio, people have been shitting on the people that are making it. Like yeah. it has not. They maybe they're not bad, and obviously somebody's going to be like, "No, they're great." But I'm telling you, they're not as good as one through three, and that's just the facts. Yeah. So it's like you doing all this. You that's the thing. You know what's funny? I think PlayStation could pull this off. Uncharted is unbelievably great. The Last of Us is unbelievably great. Marvel Spider-Man is doing is great for what it is. Like mm-hmm. every God of, War. God of War is fucking perfect. Every single IP they make that is their property, it does so much better than all of Xbox's properties. Like yeah. it's I do feel like uh like in terms of comparisons, PlayStation's kind of like uh Marvel and this is more like DC. Like they're right. like well they had like you know they had a couple hits, you know, Wonder Woman's good. You know, um, let's see the Shazam. It's it's well, but no, you know, there's no end game, right? There is no massive God of War, right? Right. And so it's like I, I just I don't know. I the thing is, is like I said, I, I Microsoft has enough money; it'll just it won't fail. You know what I mean? Like right. they will abandon it before it quote unquote fails. Like it'll be hemorrhaging money, and they'll just slowly like just phase it out before it like is going to cause any real damage. But yeah. like I, I, it'll be interesting to see how it works. I don't have. I don't know how this this goes as a as a company. Like Nintendo is the most out there fucking company in terms of like business model, but they're still doing like regular games, you know? <laughs> like right, like we we'll make right. our consoles wonky as shit, but like we'll still we'll still charge you $60 for the game and have all of the games that are strictly ours be the most amazing thing you've ever heard of. You know what I mean? Like Mario, Legend of Zelda, Donkey Kong, like all of them are just fucking great. Mario, yeah. dude, they turned Mario from just regular ass Mario to Mario Kart, Mario Party, Mar- like 3D Mario, 2D Mario, <laughs> make your Paper own, yet. make your own Mario. We have Super Mario Maker, bro. Like they've gone <laughs> so hard on that because it's perfect. They they nailed it the best anyone's ever nailed something. And That's the like, solution. We got to make Halo Party. Yo, Halo Please. Party, <laughs> fuck, bro. Man, yo, Halo Kart, Halo Party. Mm-hmm. Fuck, God damn it, I shot my phone. Although, like, in the, the online games, I feel like Reach and shit, I've seen plenty of videos where people do like races or they'll do like wacky game versions of the game. So oh, it's absolutely. already out there. But like, it's still not. People could probably do a Mario Kart in another Mario, but they're like, fuck it, we'll make our own game. And it was just great. Like, everyone's like, fuck it, yeah. dog, we're in. Um, Mario Kart, that's another one that has still been going. So, like, Sydney bought a Switch and she bought Mario Kart mm-hmm. and I looked at the box I was like this is 8 right and she's like yeah and I was like this was the game that I was playing my senior year of college that was 5 years ago like you're right. still buying it at like retail like you know same thing with like uh, I think people will be buying Breath of the Wild at $60 for a long long time right the 
the Mario Kart one's a little more insane to me because, like, realistically, it's it's still just, like, the same tracks. I'm sure they've added some, but, like, at least Breath of the Wild is a very unique experience. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you're not getting Breath of the Wild in any other game or Breath of the Wild in, in an older version of the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I can't imagine Mario Kart 8 for your Switch is much different than Mario Kart 8 for... I think the it came Wii out on the Wii U. The Wii U or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, can't, I can't imagine it's that much different, but I don't know. Yeah. Um... But yeah, that is crazy. Um, so yeah, I, I'm just interested to see how it works as like a service, um, and as opposed to like just the regular console model. And maybe that's what'll happen is is like if it works, then you'll have e- each console will have its own distinct thing. Like like when it started at GameCube, Xbox, and, and PlayStation Two, like they all seemed like they were kind to do kind of trying to do the same thing right they were just trying to be the best game console yeah but if it turns out that like xbox is like your service kind of gaming you know what i mean that you just pay this money and we'll we'll give you whatever games for free and you know some of them will be just ours blah 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 and the nintendo's your wonky fucking nonsense um that like i literally can't come up with anything better than wonky nonsense because like their next controller Mm -hmm. i'm trying to think of what their next controller is going to be because <laughs> it's gonna be the most ridiculous shit, uh, bro. You're gonna use your elbows to like, go back to the joystick. No, nah, Doug. You have to to use it. You're gonna have to have a chair with armrests and like all. The, it's just gonna be an overlay that goes over the armrest, and you just use your fucking elbows and fingertips and shit on it. Yeah. It's it's gonna be the most ridiculous thing ever. And then PlayStation <laughs> will just be like the best version of what a traditional console would be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That would be cool if that's what it ended up being. Just so everything has a unique identity. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, do you have anything else to add to it? I know I kind of took over that segment. No, no, it's fine. I mean, I, I like I, I don't really have much um, experience to it, I, and as I mentioned before, I don't see myself getting a a console not within the next twelve months, at least. Maybe at the end of next year, toward like the holidays next year. But um, I've been good with my four, and I have plenty of games to go. So I, I'm I'm much more uh, distant, or I, I, I'm not quite as in touch with the industry, or like sort of like. The need to get a new one, so um, right, yeah, it's more like a, a a bypass or a bystander's thoughts on it, right? So three quick things that I just thought of before we wrap this up. Yeah, one, I did forget to mention that that Xbox's best exclusive is straight up Forza. It shits on Gran Turismo at least <laughs> until re- I, I, there's a new Gran Turismo coming out. I'm gonna try it, mm-hmm. but like. Up until at least this point, Forza is just straight up better, and I don't care what anyone says. It's just <laughs> fucking it, it shits all over Gran Turismo. It's the only thing I missed about not having an Xbox this generation is Forza. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was one, two. I forgot what two was, but three, three is that I dropped my phone just a second ago, mm-hmm. and I I've been living life on the edge, bro. So. This weekend, this past weekend, my phone was acting funny on the touchscreen, so I took the case off, right? Because I was mm-hmm. like, maybe something's wedged in there. Because the Note 10 screen, like the touchscreen rolls down on the sides a little bit. So I was like, so maybe something's wedged in this corner, and that's yeah. what's causing the touch not to work, right? So I took the mm-hmm. case off, wiped it down, restarted it, everything was good. And then I didn't put the case back on. Mm-hmm. And then I, I had a screen protector on it, though, so it's like, I'm at least covered there. But then, yesterday... I, I felt the very corner of the screen protector starting to fold a little bit. And I, like, just kept fidgeting with it. It kept getting a little worse. I was like, fuck it. I just ripped the screen protector off. <laughs> so I'm using a phone with no case, no screen protector. And it – do you do you usually have an iPhone? I do. Yeah. Okay, so I've, I haven't had any of the new ones. But I will say that it also works with the iPhone, which is that your phone has never felt better than when it's out of its case. Oh yeah, am I right? It it's so like, smooth, it's, oh my god, this is exactly how it's supposed to be used. It's kind of like it's holding like... a shiny knife. Where you're like, whoa! Like, <laughs> if I drop this, man, like, but it feels so nice. Like, you, you, you if know, I drop you... this, like, I really fuck my foot up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when you when you like roll your finger over the edge of a knife, you just hear that. Sh- yeah, it's like that. Yeah, so that's how I've been living my life for this week. Like, no screen protector, no case. I've like done way better at work about not pulling it out because i'm so scared because i've been dropping it a lot at work mm-hmm. so like since i've taken the case off i haven't dropped it once because it's been almost exclusively in my pocket at work <laughs> so it's really up to my productivity um but yeah so i've been living life and i dropped it just now and it hit the stand that the mic is sitting on and for a split second i was like oh no please like, this is it 
<laughs> I'm sorry, Case. Oh God. All right, that was it. I really do have no idea what my second point was. I it, that shit's gone. Um, but that's the episode. Um, episode twenty three. Uh, if you want to reach me, you can reach me at T Moneybags um, mm-hmm. on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm at EverCastro92 on Instagram. If you want to reach the podcast directly, you can check us at DiffAnimalsPod on Instagram and Twitter. And then you can email us directly at DifferentAnimalsPodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Uh, stay safe. Stay entertained. Um, just going to throw it out there that as of the time of recording, Thursday, October 15th, I'm going to be voting tomorrow early, uh, so you know maybe make a plan, everyone that yes. uses this eventually to get out and vote. Yes, yes, you should be. You, by the time you hear this, you should have about a week left. It goes from the 15th to the 31st, um, and then of course you can go on election day, you know, if, if you want to do that. But uh, I think voting early is better, and you know you get to check it, and you also don't have to wait as long, and you can kind of and especially you know, in this these times, yes. um, it'd be better to not be in a giant crowd of people. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Waiting on election day to vote. Right, exactly. So stay safe, stay entertained, and we will catch you guys next week. See you guys. Peace. Uh oh, oh, oh. Yeah. In honor of mm-hmm. dropping the Jordan number episode, episode 23, mm-hmm. nobody can tell me where I'm heading, but I feel like Michael Jordan Scotty pipping at my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> That's motherfucking bars. <laughs> 